We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. What saith the righteousness which is of faith? He says the righteousness which is of faith says Jesus is not here. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. How am I going to get my needs met? He said the righteousness which is of faith says the word of promise is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which I preach. In other words, the Word will do the same thing that Jesus would have done if He were here. The Word will still bring the manifestation of God's power in the earth today the same as if Jesus were here Himself. Romans chapter 1 verse 20, For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even the eternal power and the Godhead. Now, we've talked about here the eternal power, the Word of God. Now, we clearly understand the eternal power of God through His Word, through it being related as a seed. In Mark, the fourth chapter, Jesus said, The sower soweth the Word. Then when you come on down, it tells you all the things can happen to it. comes over to verse 26 and says, So is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground. Now, follow me. The parable of the sower is this, establishing this natural truth as related to the spiritual insight into the kingdom of God is that the soil is what brings forth the fruit. It is the thing that produces. The ground produces. The seed determines what is produced. Now, catch that. The soil is established in Mark 4 as being the production center. And Jesus says it is the heart of man. Now, I call it the spirit. There's different ideas about it, but I can understand it better if you say the spirit of man. The spirit is the real you. The spirit is the production center. It's what I believe the Bible refers to in most places as the heart. Sometimes it's used in other manners. So then the seed of the Word of God is planted in the heart by saying it, by speaking it. When you get to verse 26, it says, So is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground. So who does the sowing? The individual. Now when it says man, it means mankind. It means you ladies too. Individual. You must sow it. How do you sow it? Jesus said if you had faith as a seed, you'll say it. Saying the promises of God proclaiming them to be true in your life will cause the divine energy of God that is in that seed of promise to get inside you. You may not even believe it when you start saying it. But faith cometh by what? Hearing the word of God. And it comes more quickly by you hearing yourself speak and quote God's word. So you speak and you quote the word of God. Now, Kingdom of God's if a man cast the seed into the ground, the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. Somebody said, well, I don't understand how me saying this is going to cause the manifestation of it. Well, you're certainly scriptural because Jesus said it'll spring up and you don't know how. 
You don't have to understand all about it. Just be obedient to what Jesus said to do. He sowed the seed and he went to bed and he got up. <laughs> Anybody in here don't know how to go to bed and get up? <laughs> now, that didn't mean that he quit his job. And he kept doing the things he did. Now, see, Jesus is showing you how natural things reveals the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is within you. Where is it? It is in the heart of men. That's where the kingdom is established within you now. Now, he's going to set up a literal kingdom on this earth. But now we have the kingdom of God within us that is capable of supplying every human need. There is no need that the kingdom will not supply here on this earth. That's why Jesus said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Now, what's he saying? He said, don't seek the thing. And you know that's what most people are doing. They're seeking the thing instead of the kingdom that will produce the thing. That's like a farmer going out here and saying, well, I want to raise 40,000 bushel of wheat this year, so I'm going to go buy 40,000 bushel of wheat. Amen. Your elevator don't go all the way to the top. <laughs> you go plant some wheat. <laughs> You see, you don't seek the thing. The farmer does not seek the thing that he wants in the harvest. He seeks the ground, the soil, and the seed that will produce the harvest. And then he does what he knows to do. And this is what Jesus is trying to get over to us. You don't seek the thing. You seek the kingdom that will produce the thing. Now, if I said I was going to seek the kingdom... Most people will think I'm seeking something up in heaven. No, I'm not seeking something up in heaven. If I'm going to seek my Bible, what would I do? Wouldn't go looking in heaven for it, would I? Try to find out where it is. Or someone said where it's at. So if you're going to seek the kingdom, find out where the kingdom is. The kingdom is within you. It's in the heart of man. It's established in the heart of individuals. It is a spiritual kingdom that is no less capable of supplying every human need than the kingdom that will be set up in the new Jerusalem. But it's a different manifestation of that kingdom. It is powered by the eternal word of God. The seed has the ability to produce the very thing the word promised. But if you don't plant the seed, guess what? You won't get the harvest. Now you hear people say this all the time. Well, I'm just leaving it all up to God. If God wants me to prosper, if God wants me to have this, He'll just give it to me. That's just like a sinner saying, if God wants me saved, He'll save me. If not, I'll just go to hell. It's fixing to get hot, brother. Because He's done all He's going to do about it. Now it's in your ballpark. And you hear people all the time saying, well, I'm just leaving it up to God. Well, why don't you leave your garden up to God? Well, just let God raise what he wants to in my garden, and I'll tell you exactly what will come up in your garden. Ragweeds, cuckaburs, Johnson grass, Bermuda grass, and nothing good to eat. Now, was that because God didn't want you to have anything to eat? No, it's because you got so heavenly minded you no earthly good. You didn't understand the parable of the sower. Jesus took the natural element and showed you clearly 
how the invisible things work. You take the seed of the Word of God, you speak it, and you plant it. Now, people get all bent out of shape. Well, that's just too mechanical, just saying what God said. Well, you must thank your God saying all the things that God said. You're just trying to act like God. Well, now let's analyze that a minute. If I'm acting like God, saying what God said, then who are you acting like when you say what the devil said? I believe I'd rather act like God. I'm not trying to be God, I'm trying to act as God would act in this given situation, you see. Now, do you follow this thing that the invisible things from the creation are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made? A seed will teach you how God's Word works. Then Jesus tells you about the so or so in the Word. He's taking the natural things to show you how the earth is created to produce if you have enough obedience to plant in it. Now the earth, he said, the soil in Mark the fourth chapter was the heart of man. See how he took something that was made and clearly revealed to you how the human spirit is designed, how the heart of man is designed to produce everything that you have need of. Now don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that we within ourselves are sufficient and that it's all our humanistic... No, 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 no. We're talking about God's divine Word in us activating the power of God in the kingdom of God and it is God bringing this forth through His divine order that you might be partakers of the divine nature. You speak it, and it plants the seed. You say something. See, how in the world would you ever get anything from Mark eleven twenty three if you didn't say it first before it ever came to pass? Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed. Well, when you said that, it wasn't removed. How in the world would you ever get anything by that principle if you didn't say it first? Then believe and doubt not in his heart. And believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have. What's he going to have? Whatsoever he saith. In other words, whatsoever he planteth. That's what he's saying. And he's telling you that the eternal things of God are clearly understood by the things that are made. Even the eternal power and the Godhead. The power of God, his divine energy, is released in his word. The word of God, every promise in that Bible that you have in the New Testament, every promise in the New Testament is a valuable seed to you. But it may never produce anything for you. It may never cause a manifestation unless you plant it. You must be active on your part to cause the manifestation of that. You must plant the seed, then you'll have the heart. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Trust you've been with us all this week. We talk about the invisible things of God. And when we're talking about the invisible things of God, we're talking about things that you can't see in the natural realm. But Paul said the invisible things of God are clearly seen being understood by things that are made. 
God created the earth to produce after its kind. He created the seeds, and the seed makes a demand on the soil. The soil has no choice but to respond. So the key is to get God's word, the promise of God, in your heart. How do you do that? It's in your mouth first, then it's in your heart. Romans chapter 10, the Apostle Paul said, The word is nigh you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. Then over in verse 17, he says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And of course, faith is a substance of things hoped for. It's evidence of things you can't see. So we're talking about changing the seen, shaping the unseen by the invisible things of God. So you take the word of God, you speak it, and faith comes from that word. The more you say it, the more you believe it, because faith cometh by hearing. Words create images. When you begin to say what God's Word said about you, then you're planting a seed. Jesus said it this way. If you had faith as a seed, you would say. That's the way the law of faith works. And the law of faith is the law of change. If you're going to change anything, you've got to do something you haven't been doing. You walk into an elevator and you're on the first floor. If you punch one, say, well, I always believe in calling it like it is, you're going to stay right there. You better bring your lunch because you'll be there a while. But if you call for the third floor, you're on the first floor, that machine will take you there. That elevator will take you there. And that is calling things that are not. And that's the way God's Word works in you. That's book offer number 7506. It's called Changing the Seen and Shaping the Unseen. 57-page paperback for $7 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $10. Toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.